0: Hello and welcome to Fun Kids Bookworms. My name is Bex, I love books and hopefully you do as well. On today's show we will be talking about some big new books around at the moment. We've got a little recap of what happened when I met Kevin and Katie Sang. but first I thought we need to get into the big chunk of the podcast the most exciting news you will have heard all month i have picked a book of the month for april and it is my good pals sean thorne off of the fun kids breakfast show and luke franks they've got a brand new book out in the jamie mcflair series it's called the ultimate brain hack so i had a little chat with them to find out more I am joined right now by some actual friends. It's really nice. And I mean, you two are friends and I'm friends of you we're as well. We're all friends. We're all friends. That's nice, I've that? got Luke Franks and Sean Thorne. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Bess,
1: have you just secretly revealed that all the other authors on this podcast aren't actually your friends? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Straight oh, away. I Danny Wallace and you were like family. Yeah. Come
0: on. Yeah, but there's a difference, isn't there? Like Danny Wallace is like my uncle, but you guys are, you know, like my, my good pals, right? Yeah. yeah. We go way back. Yeah.
1: All three of us, actually, back in
2: the early fun kids days. Oh my goodness! Many years of nice times. that have come to this moment.
0: This, this is the peak. This is, as soon as we leave this room, we will never speak to each other again. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, deal, yeah.
1: right? And we're glad that you're all here along for the ride, bookwormers. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> is that the right? Is that the right? For the podcast, yeah,
0: bookworms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about the reason you are here, which is the second book in your Jamie McFlair series. Mm. Am I right? You got a new book out? We Indeed. have got
2: a new book out. It's out right now. Uh, you can go and get it wherever you want. Exactly.
1: Uh, it's job, called- done.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. job done. See you
1: later. That's the podcast. <laughs> and we're just going to go off to write about bookwormers. So <laughs> see you
0: later. Uh, so you got Jamie McFlair versus the Ultimate Brain Hack. If we've maybe, let's face it, had a little while since we've read mm. the first one, uh, can you catch people up to what Jamie was doing last time we saw her and where she is now at the beginning of the book?
2: Yeah, you may remember at the end of Jamie McFlair versus the boy band Generator, Jamie and her friends slayed a boy band monster. Mm. Um, spoilers there a little bit, but uh, that is what happened. And and um, yeah, and so she and her friends became quite famous because you would do if you, you know, sort of slayed a monster. Uh, so, yeah, we pick up um, in in the next story where
1: they're all deciding where they're going to go to their next school. Are they going to stick together or not? Because because these girls they they're faced with you know they've they face an actual boy band monster but they're also faced with the other quite scary prospect of having to go to different secondary schools. Yeah, it's horrible, mm. isn't it? Always sad. Always... A real life monster in some ways, indeed. Yeah. Um, so they are all apparently they they're all going to go to different secondary schools, but they have this uh, offer because of their fame mm. to go to a special school. For famous people. Oh, yes, it's called Rubslings Rubslings. Creator Academy, and it's a special. It's essentially like Hogwarts, but for YouTubers.
2: Yeah, if you've ever like imagined you wanted to do lessons about like I don't know uh, memes, you know, there's a meme history class. Always, oh, that's
0: all I've wanted to do. Yeah, TikTok right?
1: dancing. We'd be well lip-syncing. good at that.
2: You'd get A's at everything. It'd yeah. be brilliant. Um, yeah, so it's a strange school that is uh, run by some influencers that they recognise from from the past, and all the lessons are like uh, weird, crazy things like that. But there is a twist, of course, which we can talk
1: about, I'm sure.
0: Well, it'd be weird if there wasn't a twist, because otherwise it would just be a lovely story of them having a nice time at school, right?
1: Yeah, yeah nothing would really happen. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We've learned in our process of being authors that you can't really do that. Mm. There has to be jeopardy and misery <laughs> yeah. and problems. It can't just be own. like a few nice things in a row and then that's it. You that's know, not to, that well, that'd be
0: weird. To, so, give, so,
1: the, to give the bookwormers a little behind the scenes of what was happening in our writing process, in our early drafts of Jamie McFlair, we were told Jamie's life is just—it's just too easy. Everyone's just having a nice time. Yeah. Yeah. We had to ramp up the, 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 the peril. Jeopardy.
0: So give me some jeopardy. What did you throw in there for Jamie? We,
1: we, we went too far the other way in one of the early, early drafts of The Boy oh, Band yes. Generator. And um, Grandma, who is one of our favourite characters now, um, originally she was a horrible, evil
0: oh. grandma.
1: Mm. But um, we then made her just more of like a funny, hilarious, chaotic grandma who in the second book gets thrown out of a vent for drinking too much wine and starts throwing shoes around. <gasps> yes. Yeah.
0: So you've got Jamie and you've also got her friends as well. They're such a good gang. Mm. Uh, are they enjoying being at the school for creative, like inspirational people?
2: I'm glad you asked, actually, because we have Daisy, of course, who uh, that is very much Daisy's thing. She she likes all the, you know, uh, creating videos and uh, doing stuff on Instagram, which is fine. But she's very into that. So she's very excited. In, but... in
1: the first book, she was always the stylish one and the one who was more into that than the other girls so uh in this book we kind of see how that affects daisy's character going forward in her and jamie's friendship um and the other girls jenna's mm. she makes a return probably one of my favorite of of uh, jamie's friends
2: yeah yeah she's very much uh, just says her how it is and wears whatever she wants and doesn't really worry about what other people are thinking which is a <sighs> nice dream. thing as well
1: yeah we, yeah we also strive to be like that uh, yeah jenna's is, is probably probably my favorite and then and then of course can't forget mel mm. who is who's mel yeah, very uh, unique, very strange. Yes,
2: sometimes goes through uh, bins. That's what she did in the last book. She got yes, stuck I remember. In bin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she actually has another encounter with a bin in uh, in this story. So if that doesn't make you want to buy it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what Encounters
0: will. with bins. Encounters with bins. That should be like the the second title of the book. In, in, yeah. Like it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah.
0: I'd, I'd also buy that book as well. So we've got um we've got the gang. I want to say. Does Barry Big Time make a little appearance? Well, because he was in the first book and he was like the ultimate villain. Yeah. Glad
1: you asked. Bex. Does mm. Barry Big Time make a comeback? You bet yes, he, does. he does. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. He does, by popular demand. We found in the first book that a lot of people started to love Barry Big Time. A lot of a lot of our feedback was Barry's a villain you love to hate. Mm. And uh, in this in this second book, in Jamie McFlair vs. the Ultimate Brain Hack, you find out a lot more about Barry and maybe understand his ways you go,
2: yeah you go kind of deeper into what's in his brain and why he's an evil character a little bit more and also he's sometimes just in a hot tub in his uh, <laughs> in his little speedos
1: um shouting at his uh henchman uh Flobster the Lobster and Slotterpuss the... Rat-hat. I was going to yeah. ask
0: about Slotterpuss because it's just a fun word to say, Slotterpuss. Really I Slotterpuss was hoping who that was a giant be back.
2: For anyone who hasn't seen the books. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think if somebody has not read the books before and they're listening to this interview, I think just by virtue of this interview alone, they'll be like, well, I have to read it because it sounds insane. I need to figure out where these all fit together, all these people and places. Yeah. The,
1: the thing which we've got told about both books is that if you like lots of fun, silly characters doing fun things, mm. then these are the books for you. Yes.
0: Um, just, I don't want to put the cat amongst pigeons, but let's face it, the two of you writing a book, mm. who does the most work? Uh, probably Sean. No. Oh, that was quick. Come no. on. No. Nah. No, I was mean, expecting we... more of a tussle before you <laughs> said yeah. it. No, we have
2: slightly different, uh, I don't know, different skills. My thing is Sean's very good at like uh, coming up with stuff quickly and uh, and doing it really well and I take a longer
1: time. So I think I just take longer, but we probably do the same amount of work. Okay. Well, Luke's very, very good at creating very hilarious scenes <laughs> like you know I, I think i think i can set the bar for for fun but i know that when luke takes on the chapter it's going to be even more hilarious and even more ridiculous case in point um the whole chapter about grandma hijacking a cruise ship oh yes yes <laughs> yes, yes happens in the second book yeah
0: if we're reading it what's your favorite scene for our listeners to look out for like what bit do you think that they need to know about or kind of like keep an eye on uh, that you mm. think will be super duper fun that maybe you had fun writing
2: I do. We mentioned the cruise ship. The cruise ship is. I really enjoyed it because it's. Uh, it's like grandma who basically takes over a cruise ship. So if you can imagine, maybe your grandma or just a generic elderly person taking over a giant cruise ship and commandeering like a pirate. That was one of my favorite scenes. Uh, also, the um, reveal of the teachers at the school. Yeah. I enjoyed. Uh yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes because they are kind of like creators that you probably have watched online. Uh, you know, in the
1: story, uh, they're like creators from yesterday. so that was quite cool to have them as your teachers we thought was quite fun there's also a cool scene which kind of came about really really quickly sometimes these chapters take ages to write this one i remember was really really quick and it's quite an important chapter in the second book it's the reveal of barry big time's secret accomplice oh yeah in in barry's big castle he has a go kart track because he gets bored, and a bored Barry Big Time is a dangerous Barry Big Time. Uh, and in the go kart track, they all meet up, and uh, the chapter's called Super Barry Kart. <laughs> <laughs> good, and yeah, good. They all like chuck turtle came at each Sean came other up with that. right. and banana peels, um, and that was quite fun. I think that's maybe just because the as soon as we get with the chapter name, we we're like, yeah, yeah, Super Barrio Kart. Then you're off with a funny chapter name.
0: I did notice the a few of your chapter names are quite fun, actually. I did notice there's a few little...
1: What was your favourite chapter name, Beth? So
0: actually, no, I saw one and it was something like... Um, something too much is a too much knowledge is a... This is it. Nothing to declare but my followers.
1: Uh, and it's yes. a
0: misquote, right? It's nothing to declare but my genius is the original quote. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's you see.
2: That's where we got that from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I got it, I think, from when you go through an airport and you say there's nothing to declare. But oh, then- Right. They were getting scanned for fake followers. So then, so no, have I just? A, a, no, no.
1: It's a it's a quote from.
0: Have I massively like read into your book more than you have ever done that?
1: Yeah, I mean, sure, we'll take <laughs> take it.
0: Okay, well, maybe I'll have to have a double check and see if I can find any other accidental quotes you've put in there. From... <laughs> I'd like
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, That's good. The other the other thing that people have said, and this you know this will either definitely make you buy the book or make you definitely not buy the book, depending on how you enjoyed this podcast. But one of the main pieces of feedback we've heard is that the book very much sounds like us chatting away, telling you the story. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's yes. a good vibe of you. Yeah, When you guys write together, it's, you can tell that you yeah. are chatty.
1: And and in a far more coherent way than we're doing in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all, story I I makes prom- sense. I promise you, it all makes sense. <laughs> 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 I like some of these ramblings, but still, you'll have a nice time.
0: It, no, it's such a fun book. Uh, it's such a fun series. Do we have another book on the way in the gym? Will we see her again?
1: Well, Bex, that's a, it's a very good question. You've
0: got to give me an exclusive.
1: Come on, like a little fun kids exclusive. Well, I'll tell you this. There is possibility for a third book.
0: Oh, man, I don't know whether that's good or But possibility. That's such a wishy-washy word.
2: I know. It's well, possible. It could happen. You have to let us know and you have to let Bex know. And if you want a third book, well, then we better write one. But we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Well, bookwormers do have a lot of power. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. that's fair. With
2: yes. great power comes great responsibility. As yeah, we exactly. All know. Great power. Great bookwormers. Yeah. Thanks, oh quite
0: God, these tags write themselves thank <laughs> you so much alright guys well thank you so much for coming in and uh, telling us a little bit more about Jamie McFlair I'm showing you your book as if you've never seen it before I'm just like displaying it to you have that's you seen nice. it? It's, you shiny. it's shiny it's shiny, yeah, it's shiny and pretty fun sense. it's going to be the Bookworms a book of the month for no! April yeah! oh, oh there you
2: there you go Bex 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 Bex,
0: Bex, 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 Bex bookworms, bookworms it's the only Bex, power Bex. I hold at Fun Kids is deciding which book will be book of the month uh, so yeah that's going to be uh, the next one up so thank you so much for telling us all about it guys thank you so much for having
1: us on and we we hope that all the book warmers book book warmers enjoy jamie mcflair and her ridiculous antics the end
0: So there are some great books coming out at the moment, including Xena Starborn and the Sky Whale. Now, it's from the winner of HCG's Northern Writers Award 2020. That's Hannah Durkin. And in the book, you got Xena. She dreams of exploring the skies, and she finds herself in a bit of a daring adventure beyond her wildest imagination. She meets explorers, inventors, and mighty sky whales in a big inventive fantasy series, perfect for fans of Brightstorm and Orphans of the t- so get yourself wrapped around that book if you can we've also got a brand new book out from katie and kevin sang so it's the newest book in the dragon realms series it's called dragon rising and in it you've got billy dylan charlotte and ling Fei. they are back in their hometowns missing each other of course and their dragons as well then they're out surfing one morning billy panics when a water dragon emerges out of the waves and soon some strange sightings are being spotted all over the world. They meet back in the Dragon Realm and the friends, their dragons and two new acquaintances have to investigate what is going to happen next. If you love Katie and Kevin series, this obviously is going to be right up your street. And if you love Katie and Kevin Sang, well, this is going to be up your street as well. This is a recap of what happened last time I chatted to them. I'm joined right now by Katie and Kevin Sang. They are incredible authors. So guys, how you doing?
3: Hello, hello, we're doing great, thank you. So excited to be part of the show.
0: Well, I'm thrilled to have you because you've brought with you the second
4: book in your dragon series. You've got Dragon Legend hitting the shops right now. So the first book in the Dragon Realm series is Dragon Mountain, which came out in September. And Dragon Mountain opens with four friends who meet at a summer camp in the middle of nowhere in China. And the four friends accidentally open a mountain and discover four ancient warrior dragons trapped inside. And the dragons need their help to um, save both the human realm and the dragon realm um, and the new book dragon legend kind of continues the adventure um, the friends come up against uh, new obstacles i'm a, a very big baddie and uh, this one i'll say is a little bit more of a quest because the first book dragon mountain is kind of introducing the characters and the setup and discovering the dragons and in book two in dragon legend we are right there in the adventure um, and diving straight in so i would say it's even more exciting and epic
0: now, can you tell us, for listeners who might not have read the first book, what has been going on so far?
3: Yes, yes, they are. Straight, straight from the start of, of book two, they are right into the action, into the Dragon Realm. Uh, I suppose book one is set a lot more kind of between the two realms, a lot in the, the human realm, whereas as book two, it's, it's straight into the, the, the magical land that is, that is Dragon Realm, which was so much fun to write.
4: And it's definitely something we try to do is keep the books really exciting and pacey. You know, we know our intended audience. They have a lot of options for how they want to spend their time. And it's not just other books. It's things like, you know, Marvel movies and anime and video games. Um, so we want to make sure that our books can kind of compete in terms of excitement and engagement.
0: Well, that's very thoughtful of you, and you absolutely achieve it. It's an incredible world. Uh, can you tell me what Billy and his friends are like as a gang?
3: Yeah, of course. So Billy's from California, and he just absolutely loves surfing, loves his group of friends in California, and he's actually not really looking forward to summer camp in the middle of nowhere, China. Uh, but little does he know, he's he's in for the adventure of his life. Um, and then there's also, he's joined in um, on the summer camp by, with Ling Fei, who is local, and she... Um, knows the the head counselor there, old gold gold. Yeah,
4: and Link Bay really loves nature and she's really excited to meet new friends. Um, we also have Charlotte Bell from Atlanta, Georgia, and Charlotte is um you know she's pretty tough uh, she could probably take most people to fight but she also loves fashion and dresses um and then dylan o'donnell is from uh galway ireland so it was important to us to have an ensemble cast we didn't want this to be a kind of a chosen one story we love those books nothing against those mm-hmm. books um but we really wanted it to be about a group of four friends and how they each bring something you know very different to the table but it's the four of them working together that kind of is how they find their 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 biggest strengths.
0: And I know you probably won't admit this, but do you have a favourite?
4: Is there one of them that you like the most? <laughs> oh, you know, I think it's just so fun writing all four of them. Um, and what's fun about having this ensemble cast is you kind of bounce around, and especially by, you know, the second, and we, we're working, we, we've just finished the third book as well, um, which will be out in September. Uh, it, it's fun having different characters who you know so well to bounce around. Kev, what about yeah, you? I
3: I love them all. I think there's there's definitely not one that I I like more than the others. And actually what I I do like the most, like Katie said, is just how they interact with each other.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it must be fun to write those pieces for them. Uh, Was there one particular bit in the book that you loved putting them through because it was just so fun and adventurous?
3: I absolutely loved when they first meet the dragons. I mean, just imagine, you know, being in their shoes and opening up a mountain and, you know, right in front of you, you know, four mythical, powerful, magical creatures. Uh, And that that was really, really fun to write.
4: Yeah, and I really enjoy the bits where you know, they they they're fairly recent friends, but they have some things that really book cuz they meet only at the summer camp, but when they decide, you know, they're going to be loyal to each other and they're they're going to help each other out, you know, kind of any any scene where they're they're trying to work together, I really love. But I agree with Kevin, when we first see the dragons, you know, cuz that's the it's it's a big a big kind of show-stopping set piece or, or we we hope it is. Um and then it's also the first time that the kids actually fly on the back of the dragons. is very exciting, too.
0: Yeah, it's pretty epic. Uh, you did mention working together. Of course, uh, you two work together to write the books. So how does it work? Does one of you do the typing and the other one speak it out loud?
4: It's a bit of a, a process. It took us a little bit to figure out.
3: Yeah, and it depends on the, on the story. I think, you know, for, for Sam Wu, which is a bit shorter, we wrote everything essentially together and shared a screen. Um, but with, with, with Dragon Legend, um, we, write, we do a lot of brainstorming up front just to make sure we have the same vision for the book and we outline the story. Uh, and then we write the first third together. And then, and then after that, we really divide and conquer based on the outline.
4: Yeah, and so, you know, when, when Kevin says we write first, third together, we'll actually put it up on our TV screen, have one laptop, and we exactly say we discuss, and so one of us will type, and one of us will kind of oversee and give feedback, and we swap back and forth. Um, and then, uh, as we kind of go on, we have different scenes that each one of us will tackle kind of independently, and then we edit each other's work as we go. Um, you know, we have different strengths as writers. Kevin is excellent at kind of the big battle scenes. He's got an incredible imagination for world building. Um, I really love kind of character interactions and de- developing those. So I think together we're able to bring a lot of um, different strengths to the book, like you say, like like our characters do in their adventures. <laughs> now I guess you must be doing that
0: for the third book as well. Is that Dragon City the third one in the series? It is. Yeah. We're
3: very excited about Dragon City. It's it's a whole new world as well. So, um n- not no big spoilers, but it's it's set in the future, so it's it's it was a very fun, very different book to write.
0: Brilliant stuff. Now, before I let you guys go with every author on Fun Kids, I do a little quick fire round of questions just to get a feel of who they are as a writer. Okay, so first up, books or Kindles? Oh, books.
3: Ooh. Uh depends on where I am. Oh, shocking. <laughs> well, on the, if, I'm, if I'm on the beach and there's water, you know, I like, I like the waterproof version of, of, of Kindle. Oh, wow. Mm.
0: Interesting. I've never actually had that answer before. Big fan of that. Uh, right now, heroes or villains? Heroes. I think, I, for writing, I love writing a villain. <laughs> <laughs> you would be surprised how many people say that. Uh, Hong
4: Kong or London? Ooh. Oh, my heart! Those are my two most <laughs> favorite cities. Because Kevin, and I, for any listeners, don't realize Kevin. And I used Hong to be- Kong,
3: Hong Kong for twenties. Uh, <laughs> London, London for for thirties. I
4: love that answer. Yeah, Kevin. And I met and used to live in Hong Kong, and now we live in London. So yes, Hong Kong for our twenties. Uh, London for our thirties and beyond. I <laughs> Love that great answer.
0: Film adaptation or TV
4: adaptation? Ooh. Oh, your-
3: th- go ahead. You go ahead. I'll say. I'll say. TV, although I, I do flip back and forth.
4: I'd say for Dragon Mountain, I would love for it to be a TV adaptation. Animated. Excellent. Uh, writing or reading?
0: Reading.
3: <laughs> reading as well. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Reading is just... <laughs> for, 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 I, I think I'm a reader first and foremost. I think I get behind in my deadlines because I stay up reading other people's books. <laughs> Sam Wu or Billy?
3: Ooh, oh, oh, I can't choose.
4: That's so hard. Um, we can do one of each. You go and I'll do the other one. <laughs>
3: Um, I think, I'll choose Billy.
4: Billy, all right, then I choose Sam Wu. (laughs) That was teamwork
0: right there in action. Okay, uh, Hogwarts or Narnia? Narnia for me.
3: Uh, I'll go Hogwarts, actually.
0: That was pretty evenly split, excellent. And now, do you work
4: on a laptop or do you write by hand? Laptop, yeah. And then, although we do cover our walls in um, whiteboard paper when we're outlining and drafting, And uh, to kind of not drafting, but coming up with ideas. And then we'll actually leave questions for ourselves, kind of like we'll put it up in the kitchen or leave it. So, you know, you're constantly thinking about those plot points. So that's sort of by hand. But for actual drafting, we we type.
3: Yeah. Outlining. I I also like just a a blank sheet of paper when I'm I'm dreaming up a new scene. And that really helps me. Kevin
4: does more by pens and paper than I do,
0: actually. I think a blank sheet of paper can either be really exciting or really scary as a writer.
4: A Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, uh... where our toddler, uh, she turns two this week, actually, she's obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. So uh, we watch a lot of Winnie the Pooh and read a lot of Winnie the Pooh, and there's just a lot of Winnie the Pooh in our house. (laughs) I I know
3: all of the songs and sing them daily.
0: (laughs) Finally, the big one, the most important one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion. Oh,
4: salt Ooh, and
3: salt, vinegar. Salt
4: and vinegar for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> who says cheese and onion over salt and vinegar? Oh, Idiots, terrible choice. That's who. Idiots <laughs> that choice. Terrible, terrible.
0: Um, now, now I want some crisps. <laughs> I didn't see me. I did actually punch the air when you said salt and vinegar. Thanks so much for doing my little author's quiz, guys. Hopefully everybody will go out and grab the book. Now bookshops are open and it's out right now. Kevin and Katie, thank you so much for chatting to us. Well, thank oh. you so much. It was so fun. Lovely stuff. Thank you so much to Katie and Kevin Sang. And thank you to Luke and Sean for providing me with a very fun interview and our book of the month. That's pretty much it for me today. But don't you worry, there's loads more episodes of the Bookworms podcast. All you got to do is scroll back in your podcast app to find an episode you fancy. I'll be back super soon. In the meantime, remember to like, subscribe and follow the podcast wherever it is you're listening. See ya!